Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the OK Gamers Podcast. I'm your host this week, Brian, here with the best boy, Daniel. Hello, everybody. So just me and Dan this week. Uh, the other two boys are busy, so that's quite all right. It's going to probably be a shorter episode, not too much in the news. And we're a little late um, this week as well. Yes, yes. If you're listening, the episode is going to go live on Sunday, probably just before Game of Thrones. Yeah, right. <laughs> so, so if you want to skip Game of Thrones and listen to this instead... I understand. I actually don't understand. Don't do that. Watch Game of Thrones. No, not yet. Don't, yeah, don't, don't do that. Don't do that whatsoever. Yeah. Um, it's been a... Yeah, so I uh, had some stuff going on this weekend. Unfortunately, could not record on our typical Friday evening. I was watching the New York Islanders in the, are in the playoffs. Oh, Islanders. That, there was a game today, right? Yeah, they won. They're up 3-0 Ooh. on the Pittsburgh Penguins, which is really exciting. What seed was, so, were the Islanders? Um, I forget how the seeding works. Uh, they were, I know, three points, I think, behind pittsburgh okay or no three points ahead of pittsburgh so they had home ice so oh, that's nice. why okay. the yeah that's why the first two games were out in at the nassau coliseum which is really cool the do the um, penguins still suck i mean they're one of the best teams in hockey i mean i've been suck as in like they just like they don't suck like because they're bad they suck because they just suck yeah no they they're still the same group of guys okay. it's crosby malkin oh, Latang. Yeah. it's all okay. those guys that are just like you know like, Crosby actually got called for a penalty in game two, ooh. and, like, the entire arena was like, ooh. Did he, did he like, cry like, for 45 minutes about it? He definitely chirped at the referee. Oh, yeah, and then the, Island, the Islanders got, like, called for a very weak call, yeah. like, right after that. Um, you know, obviously, you know, it's, it's how it works, though. They play both sides, and Crosby is, like, one of the best players in all of NHL, but so. No, yeah, He's still fucking but he sucks, yeah. soft as shit. Yeah. yeah. I, I so, haven't actually been, uh, followed hockey since, like, probably 2000 and. 13 so the last time the devils were real yeah where they lost to the kings in uh in uh what i don't know what year that was that was like 2013 or 14 and they they lost the kings in the yeah. finals but uh if the islanders get to like you know like if they get to the stanley cup like i'll, I'll watch and i'll be into it just because long island but i've had a hard time yeah it's exciting getting back into it's hockey. exciting yeah yeah i mean like i in terms of, like, following sports, like, hockey is definitely, like, low man on the totem pole for me personally. Like, I definitely am way more into watching baseball and basketball. Basketball, yep. Um, but, I, you know, I do – I have I was paying attention all year. Obviously, this was a very interesting year for the Islanders because they lost their best player in free agency. Yeah. Um, and, you know, if anyone knows hockey, uh, they'll know that John Travaris, you know, is an outstanding player, but he left the Islanders. Because he died. Like a very weird – yeah, because he died. <laughs> Pajama boy. Um, he left in a very weird way. Uh, so, obviously, left kind of the fan base, like, pretty burned. Uh, he's was there by far and away their best player. So, a lot of, like, people didn't really know what to expect from the Islanders. So, they were definitely, like, the underdog, like, pleasant surprise of the season. You know, it turned out to be one of the better teams. And now they're, you know, they're kicking ass in the playoffs. So, hopefully, they keep it going. Yeah, that's a good, been fun yeah, to watch. That's a good story. Yeah, it's also playoff hockey is the worst thing ever. Oh, playoff hockey is the fucking best. And of all the sports, I would say playoff hockey is probably the most intense for me. That's what what I meant by it's the worst. Oh, well, yeah. Okay, I agree. Yeah, It's like every game's a fucking nail-biter. You're freaking out. It's, you know, it's absolutely torture for your, like, your mind. Yeah, for sure. I, I miss I miss so. play. I miss being invested in playoff hockey. Apparently the Devils uh, won the lottery this year, so they get first uh, yeah. first pick next season, so maybe yep. that would be cool. Yeah, there's, um, 
uh, there's a Devils fan actually, at my job actually who was like really excited that they won the lottery over the Rangers, which is quite funny. Yeah, that is actually really um, funny. Yeah, there's a, there, he was like talking to me about some of the prospects that like are in the draft, and obviously I'm not too invested in it, so not entirely sure. But they sound promising, yeah, so it's always an, an exciting thing. So yeah, I have no it's kind of what but... you know. The NBA lottery is going to murder me when the Knicks end up with, like, the fifth pick, even though they had the worst record. Yeah, so. when you say you, like, you follow basketball, it's like, yeah, it's just so easy to follow the Knicks. You know, it's just the easiest easiest team to follow because they're, you know, winning so much. Yeah, fuck off, Dan. <laughs> I'm, I'm kind well, of tra- a they traded a seven. They traded the seven-foot Latvian, and then if they found out that he raped somebody. Yeah, so, so good, good, good riddance. <laughs> good riddance. <laughs> uh, so, so the, so the uh, Knicks, like, so – do we know what pick the Knicks have, or we or the lottery? No, isn't yet? is the lottery's in uh, two weeks. I think. Okay. Um, no, I actually, yeah, the lottery's in two weeks. What are their chances? Um, well, they have the highest percentage, but they changed the the way it works. So, if you're one of the three worst teams in the NBA, you have the same percentage. Oh, okay. As each other, so they, you know, it really just it's going to be luck of the draw. Sure. So and, it, um, and then who? So who's projected to go first? Overall, or is there like a couple guys, or is there like one out? Is it is it like Zion, or is it someone? Yeah, Zion is by far and away the top prospect. Yeah, um, but there's a few other guys that are really, really good. So obviously, at, you know, for when you have the worst record, though, you should get the first pick. Yeah, that doesn't make you know? any yeah sense to me that that they like you know because the records could be substantially different. You know, it, it, I would I imagine if like if the worst the worst record team. Should probably get the first pick. That's all, like that's always how sports have been. Like I kind of feel like that's a cop out. Yeah. If the if the Knicks and it's funny because Patrick Ewing is actually going to represent them on lottery oh, night. rules. So which is great, but I just like I'm going to be heartbroken if he's there representing the Knicks and they the lottery fucks them and they get like the fourth pick or something. Yeah. Yeah. I, but as a tortured Knicks fan, I'm 100 percent prepared for that mentally sure i guess is, is it maybe it's to give like the teams who are like bad but not the worst like kind of like a you know like a some excitement in the in the draft because like instead of knowing mm-hmm. that they're gonna there they were really bad this season but they still might not get that like key key player that they need maybe like yeah to, to kind of like prevent that i don't know but yeah i mean it's uh you know i might be saying something different when the lottery is done and over and the knicks like get fucked but you know, I think the way it is, it's just the way it is. I try not to, you know, get too uh, upset about it. Because I got, you know, personally, if you're the worst team, you should get the first pick. Um, yeah. The lottery to me is a little stupid. I also but... think I, I think you're a little biased right now because you, you're a fan of the the technically the worst team in the, in the NBA. So. Yep. <laughs> yep. Yep. Yeah, so I get you. All right. What, Dan, what have you been playing? We're, we're coming off Sekiro. Uh, haven't you know? You, I know you finished a game. You want to talk about? We'll get a little bit into yeah. our thoughts well, on I guess, more division yeah, end game. We're both playing division, so I guess we'll we'll get to that after. So I've been uh, I started uh, Baba's You just because like it's just oh you bought that I did. It was fifteen dollars, and I had a couple like fucking Mario pellets to to put towards <laughs> it or whatever those are fucking called in the Nintendo, Nintendo doubloons. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so I I bought that. It's 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 fun. Like you know, it's it's like a puzzle game. Like I don't think it's a game that I'm gonna sit there for hours and hours of play. But I did like start one up, and then like 15 yeah. levels later, an hour later, I'm like, fucking okay, I gotta stop. I gotta stop doing this. Like it's really easy to be like, all right, one more. Mm-hmm. It's like great. So like to poop and play because it's like real quick puzzles. Yeah. Um. So I've listened to other podcasts try to explain Baba is You to an audience, and every time I walk away from that show thinking i understand what this game is i feel like i still don't 
because I think it's hard to explain. So I want to hear you try to explain so what Baba is. You yeah, it's what is. it's 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 really different. That's what's kind of cool about it. But like I don't, it's kind of I don't. It, so you'll have a map, and there'll be like things on the map. Uh, there'll be a little guy, which is Baba, and he's you know, essentially is what you're going to going to control. So you move him around, like up, down, left, and right. And he moves, it, mm-hmm. like he doesn't go diagonal. He can only go up, down, left, and right. And then there'll be words around the map. So things like Baba is you, flag is win, wall is stop. So obviously that means if you get to the flag, you win. Baba is you because you're moving Baba. And if you hit, if you walk into the wall, you're going to stop. What you can do mm-hmm. is you can take little Baba go to these words and actually like move them like they're almost like little blocks so that you can like move wall up so you break that sentence and then now wall isn't wall is no longer stop you can walk right through the wall so the trick is it's so instead of just doing that you could take like wall is stop and, and you can move it to where like flag is stop or something like that and then all of a mm-hmm. sudden now you can't walk through the flag or something like that you know or like an example like a flag is win you move, you switch flag and wall, and then wall becomes win, and then all you have to do is walk to the wall, and then you win the map. <laughs> if that makes any sense, like it's it's actually pretty cool. So you want you want to laugh? I actually so I you were explaining it, and then like to try to visualize the words as you were saying them, I I just Google images Bob is you, and one of the first pictures is actually like a picture of an, an arena, and there you know it says flag is win, and there's some other like blocks and words and things like that, and then you were saying like oh if you just change it so wall is win or whatever then every you just touch the wall you win you know it was like i was able to visualize it so um i mean it it it's pixelated art obviously yeah it's silly it's um, super like silly yeah it's bob is yeah, this weird like, little dog thing yeah sheep dog yeah. it's literally just like a white gloop with eyes <laughs> yeah yeah it's it's silly. i mean it, it's it's funny the, the way that like the game like works where it's all you almost feel like you're breaking it but it's not like there's one level where like i literally i became the wall and then like, there was this big like you know, like kind of like wall thing, and then I just was that, and then I just moved that around the the map until I hit the flag. Like it, it's like stuff like that. There was a couple levels that like were like I stared. I'm like, how the fuck do I do this? You know, <laughs> I, you know. But like it was only the first like 15 levels, so I'm sure it gets much harder. But like it's kind of yeah, one of those things where you kind of have to sit and stare at it for a little bit, and then and then once you finally kind of get it, you're like, oh, that's what I do. So. You know, apparently there's like, I don't know, I was listening to Split Screen of the Glass week and Jason Trier said he was like, at like did like 150 of the levels or something. Yeah. And he still isn't anywhere near the ending. So like, it's not going to be a game I'm ever going to beat, but it is fun to mess around with. There's no story I know of at least. No, it just seems like it's just a straightforward puzzle game. It, it's like they just, they give you the tools yeah. and then they just give you like all these levels. There was like a weird, like overview map kind of like mario like where like you're like a little guy then you move him to like the next dot on like the big like world map and like that's kind of weird i wasn't expecting that to be there then you get like every time you beat a level you get like a thing like i think there's like a feather and like a snowflake i I don't know and i don't know what those Hmm. do yet so i I will i guess i will eventually find out but for figure that out yeah but it's 15 bucks and it's it's interesting enough so i I figured you would you would recommend it for someone who likes puzzle games for sure if you don't like puzzle games then probably not but if you like puzzle games then yeah you'll like it so fair fair enough um and then i beat uh metro exodus last night um it was i liked it a lot i that those games are extremely clunky and like i i really think that like like i don't know if like that's like the charm or that's what they're going for or that's just what it is but i kind of feel like the next metro needs gotta play it on pc i I, I guess it it didn't feel clunky at all on pc no Uh. it it's it's okay so 
that is incorrect. It does feel clunky on PC. Definitely not to the extent on a controller. Okay. It like it your character has weight to him. Yeah. Like yeah, he's, he's a fatty. He, yeah. And like the movement is definitely slower than other like first person shooters. It yeah. definitely has its own you know, it's like definitely a design choice, like to have like the like it feels like, you know, sticky in a sense. You yeah, know, like that's definitely that's definitely something they intended for it to feel like. Yes. But I did I, like in no way did I walk away from it after playing it on PC going like this is clunky like and like be like um like I didn't think it was unenjoyable. No, I don't because, think it ever yeah. really detracted from it. It just took me a little bit to get used to it. I guess is really more what I mean. Like in the beginning, like like the like the very first open world area, like those first couple of missions, like I, I was like I don't even fucking know what I'm doing here. Like I just like my like, guy can't yeah. run that far. Like I, I I keep like I, I keep hitting B to get back out of my map, and then he just crouches, and then I'm walking really slow, and then I don't know why I'm walking slow, and then I realize I'm crouched, like that kind of yes. stuff. So that's just controls, okay, yeah. I guess. But yeah, it, it on the keyboard, it's definitely laid out. It's way more accessible on a keyboard, um, you know, in terms of like you know going in and out of your map and your equipment. You know, like the backpack to change things and yeah, you know, accessing the map and the compass to see where you need to go. Yeah, I think the it's from an accessibility standpoint, you know, of how the like the key the controls are laid out. I think it, it just caters well. You know, on a mouse and keyboard. Yeah, no, I agree. I one thing too, though, that like I kind of feel like with these games is that like they, they want, well, they don't want you. I mean, so you could play them totally in stealth, or you can play them like guns blazing. So, but I kind of feel like again, this maybe I'll feel differently on the computer, but like neither one of those playstyles feels perfectly right. Like I don't stealth doesn't feel great, but also just shooting guys doesn't feel that great either. They both feel fine. But, like, neither one feels like, okay, this is the right way to play this game. Like, I kind of feel Agreed. like the stealth was, was clunky and not great. Um, I appreciate the quick save feature, which kind of could, like, alleviate some of those, like, stress of, like, trying to sneak around. But also, like, just, I don't know, I think mm -hmm. just general gunplay doesn't feel great either. So no, I mean, for me personally, like, I'm playing it on PC. I think it felt tight enough, you know, on, like, in in certain areas you know i i don't know i think even in more the open world areas the shooting mechanic and the stealth you know works much better um in like the tight corridor stuff the stealth is definitely very clunky yeah um it's not you know for i feel like first person stealth games are always just like from a design standpoint are kind of a mess kind of weird yeah yeah, exactly, it's, and kind of it, weird. It's just those games are, uh, but, like, a lot of them, like, the the ending is predicated on h how much stealth you can do, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. so, like, it's just kind of, like, that just kind of bothers me that, like, the stealth isn't great, but then, like, if I want to get the good ending, I need to do, I need to stealth a lot throughout the game, you know? So, cause, yeah. Because mostly it was just, like, I would just get to a point where, like, the enemy AI was just being fucking weird, and, like, the terrain was just strange, and, like, I didn't know, like, and there was, like, a a plank on the floor that I didn't know I had to step over and then a guy sees me and then I'm annoyed and I don't want to do it over so then I just start shooting everybody, you know? Also, the gu yeah. the guns are cool, like like the makeshift guns, like, you know, so, like, I want to use them. Like, I want to use that fucking, like, crazy shotgun and, you know, like, yeah. you eventually get, I don't know if you came across but you eventually get a shotgun that shoots two, like, two bullets per shot. Yep. Yeah, yeah I got every weapon. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, I was like, I know, I want to I want to blow dudes' heads off with this. I don't want to fucking sneak around. Yeah, no, I, I think that it, there's there's certain areas where they definitely just say, like, okay, we're going to send a bunch of waves of enemies at you, and you get to use your all your different equipment, you know, in those instances. Yeah, I guess. Um, 
you know, there definitely is like more combat section, like specific stuff. Well, that or I suppose like when you're fighting humans, it's a little different than when you're fighting like those fucking human, like mutant animals things. Mutant things, yeah, yeah. So obviously, you're you're allowed to kill those, but yeah. Uh, how 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 bad is the robot? The robot never really bothered me that much i remember you were... i just thought it from like a mode of transportation it was just so slow it was very slow the the yeah. last part of the game when like the slugs are fucking trying to eat you like that part those parts were kind yeah. of annoying that part was super frustrating also at the end like i won't spoil like i guess because it's kind of like a spoiler but those like creatures you have to like avoid at the very end of the game that like can't see yeah. this giant mo- like horrible monsters yeah like i was like oh man this is these are what what the these are gonna try to fight like i'm like how are these here and then like i was picturing like one and then you fight it but then there's like seven of them and then you have to keep like you know working your way around them i'm like i don't know if i Mm -hmm. love this or don't like this i thought the ending section of the game was the weakest yeah so like the ending specifically so what what do you like what did you not like about it specifically well, I mean, without like, going into spoilers I, I, yeah it's kind of tough without going into spoilers i just feel like they're so i got the good ending which was nice um and you know and like it's the, like they don't really give you a lot of choices that like predicate the fact that like you're gonna get a good or a bad ending oh like no. you were saying like it's like it doesn't there's nothing specific like, this isn't like an rpg where it's like you'll know like you know what's good and bad you know like well besides just, like you, when the guy surrender and not just murdering surrendered people surrendering people it, but like yeah other but than you that could, that's the thing is that the game never clearly dictates you know like you have somebody shooting at you and then like obviously other people just surrender you know you could just very quickly just kill them not realizing what's like what's happening yeah. or the consequence of those of that choice that's true. You know? or it like, could be like bandits that are like these are terrible people and then they'll stop shooting you and be like well why am i gonna stop killing these horrible people yeah you know exactly i get what you're saying yeah <laughs> uh-huh so uh, you know without like it's it's tough to talk about what i didn't like about the ending without going into spoilers i just feel like the way it ends it's abrupt you know like the the final section of the game like you're working towards finding something you know for a certain character um and then like you you get to you know like where you're going and then like that's just kind of it like there was like the build up i guess just wasn't you know um wasn't like enough to like for me to feel like okay the game can end now you know like yeah I, it just I get it just felt it. like another section i was just working my way th- my, my way through Look, you know like yeah. it wasn't like we it wasn't like we established like this is the finish line it just kind of the finish line was just like there in front of my face before i even realized it okay yeah no i get that like i kind of you i mean like the one thing that you're doing at the end of the game like that concludes at the end of the game but like the whole other like overarching theme of the entire game of like getting somewhere safe like that kind of like they just kind of like yeah no that happened that we, we did that exactly you so know? thank you 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 explained it in in a much easier way than i could have. yeah like so. they, they didn't like there was nothing leading up to that you kind of just do one thing and then all of a sudden they're like no nah, no nah, we, we're good we're we're here now we got there yeah. like <laughs> which like that could have just... been a whole other game getting there you know what i mean yep so i okay i do agree with that but i but like take away that i guess the ending i thought was was fine Yes, I I did. I think the game, it, it you know, it definitely for sure, it definitely, the ending, you know, is it, if you get the good ending, it, it totally makes. Did sense. you watch the bad ending on YouTube? Yeah, yeah. The bad ending was actually pretty. Like it was very sad. It was actually kind of cool too. Like like um, I, I thought it was cool. Like you saw like the like the people from the other games and stuff like that. Like I thought that was really yeah. Cool. So I have to. We'll talk about that after the fact because I don't. Obviously yeah, it's a little bit spoilery, but yeah, it's yep. You yep. don't want the bad ending at all. You definitely don't want the bad ending, but. 
you if you're a Metro fan then you want to watch what the Band-Aid was on YouTube mm-hmm. so, agreed uh, but yeah so that's kind of yeah that was it it was good you know it was, it was fine uh, Metro is, is always kind of those type of game that like sits like in my like above average like realm of games where like I don't love them I'm not going to rush to play them but I do enjoy them when I finally get through them but I probably will never think about Metro again after this <laughs> Yeah, I'm with you there. Yeah, so yeah, I'll never, I'll probably never replay it. No, no, uh, I don't enjoy, care about DLC. Like maybe no, when Pat no. plays it, we'll talk about it, but that's about it. Yeah, yeah, my my, you know, area of caring for these games, it's just play through it once. That's it. Move on. Yeah, I mean the story's great. Like I think the concept of it is is super cool. That's probably what. Yeah. yeah. If if the story was probably terrible, I probably wouldn't play these games at all because it's, I still think it's clunky. But the fact that the story is actually strong kind of kind of you know forces my way through it. So. Um, but yeah, that's, 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 uh, besides the division two, but I guess we're both been playing that. So is there anything you've been playing other than that? that you want to talk about before we get into the division? Uh, I got into playing more siege. Oh yeah. Week, that, or yeah back I, into I playing siege. Well. So, um, I bought the year four pass, which unlocks two new characters and a new map. Um, and both new characters are a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, pretty unique ability, unique abilities. Um, it gets to a point where like, I'm curious like what else they could like, like conjure up for these characters that's that's not like a fucking ray gun or something like that but like yeah something, it's something like that realistic like, yeah and within the realm of reason for like the so like the new one of the new characters uh mazi um uh he has a device that lets you take over the you know you can control enemy drones so like well, that's cool if you have if anyone's played siege uh, attackers and defenders the attackers before the round starts they get they use these little drones to infiltrate like the map or the area where the um the defending team is you know setting up so you could see like what characters they're using uh their the location of the bombs to defuse the hostages um so obviously you know finding that information is obviously like you know pretty critical pretty vital so mazi he has like three uh throwable items that you could put down on the floor and if a drone you know get, goes into that area of effect then it takes control of that drone and as mozzie then you could use it to then go out uh you know and drive and see what the other team you know which way they're attacking you know the characters they're using things like that see that's cool um, though but like at the same time wouldn't somebody want to use him more than like say mute oh no no because you could mute the wall never mind i'm dumb never mind yeah yeah so it like it, that's what i'm saying is like he adds more in terms of, like, the ability of, like, you know... Because, like, you were just saying, mute, he'll cancel out the usage of a drone. Yeah. Um, and he also cancels out the usage of, like, character abilities, like Fuse and stuff. Yeah, from outside um, the wall. Yeah, yeah exactly. Um, the other new character... Uh, I'm forgetting what she even what she even does. Yeah, I, I, lo- I, I have them too, but I haven't actually looked and played as either one of them. I always just stick to um, the same two fucking characters every, every game. Yeah. Um, but that new character to me is pretty unique. Uh, definitely like a, a nice addition. I've been playing with him quite a bit. Uh-huh. Um, so see, see just something, man, that I, whenever I get back to it, I just, I always say to myself, like, why did I stop playing this? It's such a blast. Yeah, no, I'm Remember? with it. I was kind of thinking like, I'm having a lot more fun doing this than Apex because Apex was kind of getting a little much from just getting slapped every game over and over and over again. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing with Siege too. And I think just because it's so straightforward, it's so accessible to just pick up again you know, like if you've taken uh, all, like an extended period of time off, like yeah. you obviously you play a few rounds, you get back, you know, to using the controls, kind of shake off the cobwebs. But um, you know, it's not like where Apex or like Fortnite, where just like there's a curve, you know, of the 
like how good people can get. Well, also, I mean, if we were probably jumping into ranked or something, I probably we would probably feel a little differently about totally it. Totally different. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, if there was a, a casual version of Apex, maybe we would also feel differently. But I get what you're saying. Uh huh. So you know, like the first round I played, you know, obviously ended up just with getting like a few kills, but like was able to just still feel like I was accomplishing, like being, you know, at least a competent, you know, not like. Like, oh, man, I'm so bad at this right away, you know? Like, oh, yeah. No, I mean, when we played the other night, it was my first night in, like, a while. And, like, I felt like I jumped right back into it pretty fine. So, mm-hmm. but, yeah. So yeah, no, played- um, very, very good. Uh, and I also, and I just started this yesterday. I'm not too far into it, Um, uh, playing the Blood and Wine expansion for The Witcher 3. Oh, they f- fucking about time. Uh, Yeah. It's so good. So, I'm playing it on PC. Uh, my previous oh. save file was on PS4. Yeah, um, how are you doing that? Is that, like, a... Th- so, Blood and Wine does this like really cool onboarding thing. Well, it actually will start you at level thirty four, oh. and with equipment at max level. Oh. So, which is awesome. So I can yeah, go right. To, great. It has it has all of the fast travel points unlocked on the entire map. Um, it's it's at the. Uh, it starts at like a certain point in the story. So I could just start picking up like from the point in the story, like the the regular Witcher three quest line. Yeah. Or I could go and immediately start doing the blood and wine stuff, which is what I'm going to do. Yeah, um, okay, that's really cool. I think I, I think I remember hearing that when it first came out, but obviously I, I played it on my own save, so I didn't need to do that. Yeah, so that's um, it's it's great because I was worried too because I was like I was ready to just start a new playthrough in Witcher Three yeah, and just like, sixty see hours I'm, later. Than well, <laughs> let me finish my sentence. I was ready to start it just to see how far I could get playing it on and off, and then like slowly working my way up to. Um, blood and wine. Yeah. But then I obviously saw that option, and it's like you could just start the expansion, and we'll give you a character ready to go for the expansion. That way, you don't have to, you know, for whatever reason, if you save file, or whatever. Like, and I think that's start- smart because it's like it's very smart. You know, players save files get corrupted, things happen. You know, like I switched from PC from PS4 to PC. You know, so I was able to to play it, and um, you know, I'm gonna, I'm definitely going to try to knock it out before uh days gone comes out in a couple weeks okay yeah that's reasonable um, that's what the 26th i think i think so yeah. yeah so i'm gonna try to get it done before then but uh the witcher 3 on pc is fucking incredible yeah i can imagine i would love to replay that on pc i have to imagine it's probably so fucking pretty it's not only is it just pretty but like the because like the witcher 3 is like a very dense like character rpg oh yeah it's like it's this fucking game there's so many like menus and options and like character traits, abilities, like things to do, and just like clicking through all the menus and like uh, also the combat is just way more fluid on PC just because yeah. of the higher frame rate. Yeah, I can imagine that. Um, yeah, like I ran into like I did one quest like really early on where it was like just a typical Witcher three quest, like oh just go over here and take out this like group of monsters so we could, you know, like clear out this battlefield, and like just ran in there and just obviously like you know wiped out this just like you know five or six different like just random ass monsters but like the it just felt so fluid which was just awesome because yeah. definitely on controller is you know like we we've been using the word clunky a lot but it is you know no yeah witcher witcher can be clunky too for sure yeah so on pc that it definitely like kind of erases that and just changes the way like i kind of see the combat so, yeah which is really cool it just makes me want to like sink into like like you know another playthrough yeah that that's thing. what i was gonna say before like if i if i ever like decided to play the witcher again like th- like there's no way in my head i'll be like yeah i'll play this here and there it'll be like no i'm gonna fucking play only this for the next fucking month and p- put a, 150 hours in and not think about anything else like i don't think witcher's a game for me that i could play here and there like no way 
Well, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm going to try to stick to just playing the expansion and just getting that done. Cause I I've mean, that's, like, like, pretty long, but not, so like, good. yeah, not, like, ridiculous. Like, I think I think the expansion and, like, everything else you could probably do in, like, 15 hours. So, uh-huh. so it's not... It's really not, not bad. No, it's not bad at all. And it's great. Yeah, cause so I'm, I'm glad you're playing I, it. I thought about... Um, there's, like, some cleanup stuff I want to do in Sekiro that I've been, like, putting off because, like, I just can't bring myself Demon to, like, really get... Yes, I've been... I want to do Demon of Hatred, but I haven't been able to get to it. Um, and then I also, like, part of me wants to start a second playthrough with Sekiro. Yeah, yeah. I, I... But at I, the same I did, time, I don't. I, yeah, I don't know. I I want to start New Game Plus. I would actually start that if, like, I, if the DLC thing wasn't a thing in my head. But, uh... Yeah, no, I've thought about starting a second playthrough, but, like, at the same time, like, I think I'd just rather play other things right now. Which I totally understand, because you just played 60 hours, probably, of Sekiro. Yeah. You, know, you want something different, so. Exactly, so. All right, let's, um, I think that's pretty much it for me in terms of what I've been playing. Uh, if you want to, is there any news topics you want to discuss? Well, well I want to talk about the Division a little bit. Oh, yeah, of course. Sorry, sorry. Yeah, yeah we've, um, more Division Endgame uh play we played this week and both of us kind of don't care anymore <laughs> yeah i i think i'm officially at the i don't care anymore the only thing that will get even get me back into it i think is if the raids come out and they're like fucking awesome like they're like different they're not just like bigger strongholds like they're actually like some puzzle mechanics or something in it other than just like kill these guys stay at the stay in this fucking circle or like whatever else that like that strongholds have. Yeah. Like that would be yeah. the only thing that gets me back into it. I just I, I I think the end game is just too. It's weak. It's weak. It's weak. Yeah. Yeah, and like I, it, it's weird because like I've read a lot of stuff about it and how people like it and how people are like more than willing to grind out world tiers, and you know, and like the slow trickle of content I guess to stay like on top up to date with all of it. You know, sure. like I don't. Like, I grinded to World Tier 2, which after you finish the game, uh, and I think that it, they actually do handle the endgame stuff in, like, a really neat way, where, like, you finish the main campaign in Division 2, and it unlocks um, the Black Tusk, is what they're called, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's, like, a mercenary group that, like, is after the Division. They invade the map, um, and they take over, like, areas of the map, and you have to, like, go and, like, kind of, like, fight back for, like, the control points... And it like you have to there like coming after like obviously there was like there's a purpose for all of the main missions that you do is because you're kind of trying to reestablish like Washington D.C. Yeah. Um. So like they're they're like every point like that's on the map like there's like you know I'm forgetting like there's like a server room let's say so like they'll frame it as like you have to go back in there to like you know the Black Tusk is trying to claim it like after we cleared out the hyenas or whatever. So, like, that's why, like, they give you that reason to, like, rerun those missions because the Tusk is trying to take over that stuff, the Black Tusk. Uh, yeah, yeah. Which, like, in terms of, a like, from a framing mechanic, I think that that's actually, like, a smart, like, you know, a smart way to handle it versus, like, Destiny where it's just, like, now nah, you got to just rerun it again because that's it. <laughs> like, you know, it's, like, they at least, like, tried to frame it in a way in which, like, is, like, there's a purpose for rerunning all of the same things again with just some minor changes to enemy types, you know, like... Yeah, no, I guess it's just it just still kind of seems a little bit to me where they're like, I gotta do that kind of the same stuff again, but it's just harder now. I mean, yeah, Destiny does the same thing. Like, I get it. I think I, for me, it's always gonna boil down to the fact that I just don't like the division that much. Like, I just don't 
like just the shooting, the like the way, yeah. like I, I just will never really like that 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 much. Like it's uh-huh. like only so many times I could go into a room and I could sit behind cover and I could peek out and shoot some guys and I peek out and shoot some more guys and then I move to a different piece of cover. Like only so many times I can do that before like I'm tired of doing that. You know what I mean? And like that never changes for sure. from, from the yeah. fir- from level one to all the way to the end game. That never changes. Like the fact that you never keep gear for more than like a mission like i don't really like that you never really get like used to having certain gear given it doesn't really matter because all the gear kind of looks the same and you know you could keep like certain attributes of, of a of a gear and br- put it onto another piece of gear but i just don't really like the, the constant change like the guns aren't that exciting like destiny will always be more exciting with having crazy guns like the gallowhorn as opposed to like you know i uh, fucking uh the division having just like all the guns look the same they're just different colors you know um, so like that, I don't really like that aspect of it. Like, you know, I, I don't mind the chase for the, for the gear score, but it's almost like too systematic. Like it's almost like too like random. Like, I guess like, I, I, I don't know. It's just, what do you mean? The gear score is too random. It's just or so much like you do gear, you do a mission, you get a couple, you get gear score. That's within 10 levels of what you're doing. You put it on, you do another mission, you get gear score, that gear that's 10 levels higher that, mm-hmm. you know, there's no real, you're not. Outside of just working towards items that look exactly the same, that do the exact same thing, that just have a higher number attached to them. Rather, like in Destiny, you're kind of maybe looking for like that one specific legendary that's going to drop that has a really good role and you're excited Mm -hmm. for that. Or an exotic that's going to drop from a random activity because there's a bunch of exotics. Not the really super lackluster exotics in uh in the division like cody was talking about that i was like i was like oh that those don't sound like anything i'm going to grind for like at all rather uh-huh. you know destiny it's kind of like you know you always have that chance of getting that perfect gun or playing a match of crucible and getting we have perfect to... better devils i know you yeah. really ca- i can't keep comparing the two games but <laughs> i know it's tough but and i was gonna say we have to get uh cody who's a friend of the show on an episode and here get his thoughts on division end game because he is like non-stop playing it he's the the top world tier like any new content that comes out, he's like ready to go for yeah, it right Bobby's away. He's played two hundred hours. Like he's he's been eating it up since he got it and loves it. Yeah, you know that's what. Yeah, I would love to hear like what he legitimately likes about it. Like you know, or I mean, he could he might just like the gameplay that much. Where and like that, and not me and you differ because like I do enjoy the gameplay, but after forty hours of playing it, I was just a little tired of you know the cover shooter mechanic, and I'm definitely gonna go back to Division Two when they add more content. The the title basin is the newest stronghold that they added, which is cool. It's free content, great, and I and I'm actually like a pretty. I think I'm just at the appropriate gear score to run it. Yeah. So maybe one night I'll jump back in and I'll run it if I can get Andrew or somebody or maybe even Cody if he feels like running me through it. Um. Well, what what gear just, score are you just right now? Three twenty something. Yeah, because I'm like right there. I'm like three twenty one or something. Yeah, we're both we're pretty similar. We're world tier two, and I think that it's three twenty five is recommended for the title basin. I remember Cody, I'm the only person that I know who played through that, but he said it was super. Like he didn't like it at all. But he also said he was super over leveled. Over leveled, yeah, exactly. Which was kind of silly to, for them to put out content that was meant for end game stuff, but put it not the highest level you can be. Like Destiny, whatever new content comes out, it's always yeah, as hard as highest. it can be. So like, be. well, because like the de- it trivialized ca- it for people like Cody and Dakota. Agreed, because Destiny caters, or at least ever since Forsaken, they catered to the high end, most like critical hardcore group. Yeah, true. Whereas Division is still like in the middle, like it's still like we can't cater to the people that already have two hundred hours that are World Tier Five. 
we have to release content that's going to be kind of in between that people that are still playing through the main game you know and we'll have access to this sooner rather than later we'll be able to play it and have something to work towards and then and new players can just run right through it yeah you know like that's they can't they're not going to be able to please everyone no that's, like, that's a good point i'm sure when i get to the the new stronghold i'll play through it and be like all right that's cool it was new whatever you know like i'm like just like i was saying right now i think i'm just a little tired of the of the gameplay mechanic and what the loop is yeah um I agree. you know but overall things considered i'm definitely you know i'm more than willing to jump back in when new content you know gets added to it but for now i'm definitely taking a step back because for what i've done it just it's like i said i think the premise is cool of the the black tusk and all that stuff um you know i think that the way that they have it situated where it's like you run a, you have to complete a couple of like the restructured missions you do the stronghold that that brings you to the next world tier you know and then you kind of rinse and repeat the grind which as someone is a huge fan of the of destiny like i'm used to that you know like that doesn't bother me but it, what bothers me and like you said you know to your point about like they're just like the gear specifically you're not really working towards anything sp like that specific like if i knew if i ran it got to world tier three and ran a specific stronghold i would drop like a sick exotic that people like you know like there isn't they, they're missing no, that, there's you nothing, know? nothing like that yeah yeah like there's sorry excuse me there's random exotics that can drop from killing certain enemy types but like from you know and our, our friend cody who's played it quite a bit like he's gotten almost all of them and he feels like they're pretty lackluster so for me, it doesn't feel like there's any reason for me to grind that stuff out just other than for the sake of just doing it. You no, know? Like, especially because Destiny, like, oh, I feel like whenever we played, there was always, like, the, the raids in the back of our head that we're, like, working towards because those are, like, the pinnacle of, like, difficulty and, like, all that. But right now, like, I mean, the raids are coming out, but we still have no idea what they are in the division. So I kind of feel like, what am mm -hmm. I working towards? I'm working towards to get my fucking little gear score number higher. That's all I'm working just the, towards. Just the number, yeah. You know, and that's kind of like, I'm not even working towards, like, some cool mission I can finally do or I'll something. Like, I... I yeah, when I, I when they release the information about the raid and they it, they the information hopefully will include what the appropriate gear score is. Like I feel like I will work or work towards that number, and then you know hopefully the raid isn't a complete fucking bust and it's actually like different and it's fun and we have a whole group of people doing it and it's a good time. You yeah, know? that's what I'm hoping for too. If the, if the raid turns out to be a bust, I'm uh, I'm no problem shelving the division unless some like awesome DLC comes out that changes everything up. I'm I'm a hundred percent agreeing with you on that for yeah. sure. So, all right. Well, if you like the division, good good for you. Play with play with Cody. Resident disorder. He plays all the time. He'll he'll walk mm -hmm. you through some stuff. So, all right. Uh, we have a couple quick news things. Not really much happened uh, this week. So, um, first thing, uh, Destiny 2's spring event is coming next week. Um, should be Tuesday, I guess, is when the reset happens. It's called the Revelry. Uh, mm -hmm. Did this happen last spring too? Right, it did. Yes, yeah, it's oh, a so returning uh, event. Okay, so yeah, it comes out. It starts uh, on Tuesday. Um, you get what? What is it called? It's kind of like the haunted forest, the verdant forest. It's called now, which is kind of like uh, like the infinite forest. So it's kind of like a different version of that. Which kind of seems like they could probably try to do something a little different, I guess. But mm -hmm. I mean, whatever. It's it's you know it's it's destiny. So it's something called the verdant forest. You have to like go through and kill guys, and then. Kill, see how far you can get and kill your bosses. Um, apparently, Budgie's promising like new twist on it from like the Halloween event. Obviously, we don't know the, what that the is Hall yet. The Halloween event did some cool things where like you would clear an arena and then it would throw like a new boss at you. Uh, it would throw like surprise bosses at you. Like I remember, um, one of the first teams to like get to like the final wave was um, like a couple Twitch streamers that I follow, Gothlin and Professor Broman. And like the so at the end of all these like you know the arenas that you would do you would have to run to like a portal to like yeah. get out 
that's cool. Yeah. And on the well, on the way on the end to the, you know they which were they were used to because they were finishing waves and they've done it before. But there was a twist in one of the the final rounds as they were running to get out of the portal, like you know the end of the arena, the floor the floor collapsed and like uh, there was a new boss that they had to fight. Oh, and, like okay, that cool, was yeah. like br- that was new. Their reactions like on t- on you know like were when they were doing it live was like really funny. They were all like, "What is this?" They were freaking yeah. out. So like I think that you know you, you know keep your eyes peeled for like a, a surprise like that in this because like obviously if it's just waves of enemies like that's just gonna be yeah yeah it's you know, so much super to do with that exactly or, super grindy and gets boring quick so yeah. I think Bungie's figured out ways to kind of like spice that that up that formula sure so uh, Eva Levante will offer bounties each week uh, to help you get the inaugural Revelry armor set which actually looks really cool. Like it does. Flat, the hunter set looks awesome. Yeah, flowery little boy. Um, it looks cool. So one, the kind of one cool thing to work for, um, is that you'll get a tonic, and as you defeat bosses, you'll fill that tonic, which will do things like reduce cooldown of your grenade, your melee, your class ability, and the more pieces of the armor set that you're wearing, the more potent the tonic will be. I don't know if that only happens in the Verdant Forest or like you could take that out and it happens everywhere. That seems a little overpowered but it does uh oh okay never mind it says right here the tonic is effective in all of destiny 2's activities so that's kind of cool so that's something to actually try to work for um yeah and then you could also get stuff like you know random drops enhancement cores ornaments all that stuff too as well um and then also the arbalist which is an exotic kinetic linear fusion rifle also comes out um it apparently fires slugs at enemies. It deals bonus damage to shield, so kind of, kind of, you know, par for the course Same. for a Destiny gun. S- uh, seems se- sounds cool. Something the division doesn't sound to have. Yeah, <laughs> cool sounding weapon perks. You know, like yeah. So it, you could get it from completing revelry triumphs or returning essence to Eva. So I guess it's a random drop from just doing revelry stuff, which is kind of cool. I don't think there was a exotic attached to. The, was there ever an exotic attached to one of these events before? Yeah, yeah. Um, well, no. Um, actually, now that I don't you think like, it, the, I don't think like an event like this. The like Thunderlord like was tied event. to a timed event. I, but just, the Thunderlord was remember. its own thing. I don't think it was tied to like a uh, like a Christmas or Halloween or or Valentine's Day. And I don't think there was so, ever. So the Valentine's event had the Vow, which was a masterwork specific. It was a bow, so that was a legendary. Um, I don't think if there was an exotic. No, I think this might be the first exotic that's tied to a timed event. Yeah, so, and cool. that is actually, we were talking about this before. I'm curious, like, so if I don't do any of the reverie stuff and I don't get this exotic linear fusion rifle, like, how will I? Will they just add it to Zer's well, like, table? Well, that like in the article that I'm reading, they, they have it's unclear how players will acquire the Arbalist after it ends. Uh, it'll probably enter the general loot pool like the Thunderlord, but you don't know. Oh, the Thunderlord was tied to Festival of the Lost. Okay, so that was an exotic tied to that. Okay, so th- there's that. So, I don't know. But, yeah, I guess uh, I guess we'll see. So, now that we're speaking about Destiny, and I, I, I'm, I'm going to try to check out some of this event, um, you know, maybe tomorrow night or something at some point. I do want to play well, we'll some be, of it and we'll see. We'll be started tomorrow night, but Tuesday. Oh, it's, it starts – I thought it already I – I thought it started this week. No, 16th. Okay, so there we go. So, Tuesday night, when it refreshes, I'll try to jump on and check some of it out. Uh, that way, I could speak, um, you know, more to it on next week's podcast. Yeah, I'll, I'll, um, I don't mind. I'll try fucking around with like the Verna Forest, see if that's yeah. Sure. I, I want to see what that's like. You know, what changes they added to it to kind of keep that. You know, because like just waves of enemies is you know that's yeah. you do that over and over again in, I also, in Destiny. So like, yeah, I also much rather work towards this like revelry armor than like work towards like the Gambit 
prime armor that I don't like that yeah, much. Yeah, fuck anyway. the Gambit prime armor. Yeah, um, yeah I don't care. And I'm, I'm curious, because, like, if this is something you could do and unlock, will it get you to max those, what, 700 power? It doesn't say anything about that, but maybe. I know it was uh, with Festival of the Lost, there was a way to get to 600 power at the time. 600? Yeah, and they so. also, the they had a reworked origin story uh, for Festival of the Lost, the horror story. Oh, yeah, okay. They, yeah, they, had, they haven't said anything about that. I I'm sure there'll be Pat stuff we're not, we're not going to know about. Which so. is cool, because, like, I like the random, like, you know, stuff that you could find in Destiny, you know? Like, that, yeah. to me, is always its best. But I, if this exotic, if like, they don't know, if, you know, I'm sure they'll just fucking add it to... Zer's pool and will be pissed after the fact because people will just be able to get it right away like Andrew won't do any of this stuff and then he'll just fucking pop a faded engram and get this exotic that we work towards you know like yeah I still don't know how Andrew did that because faded engrams did not work like that for me I mean he got the Thunderlord like immediately yeah I don't know I guess I just I guess I just suck whatever yeah it sucks but, to be uh, you but yeah that's cool so that happens the 16th uh, alright we'll check some of that out and we'll report back to everybody yeah. so uh, and speaking of Destiny did you see the news that uh, there was a glitch uh, oh, on Bungie's yeah. side. Uh, there is a timed exclusive linear fusion rifle um, called the Wave Breaker. Wave. Um, Something like that, yeah. Yeah, whatever it's called. Uh, you know, whatever it is. It's an exotic linear fusion rifle similar to the Prometheus Lens and the Cold Heart. Um, it was exclusive to PS4. And over this past week, there was, like, a, like I said, a glitch, an error on Bungie's side where it was accessible from Xur to Xbox and PC players. Um, so for the, this week, people are able to use it until the new update rolls out on Tuesday. And what they're going to do is they're not taking it away from people because it's going to be available in September. They're just locking it in, in your inventory Yeah. yeah. because Sony paid money to lock the content away. And yeah, I get it, but it just sounds so shitty at the same time. Like yeah, I, I understand. It's it's it's. it's I, and Jason Trier talked about it on Kotaku Split Screen, and I 100% agreed with him because he was like, you see people like writing literally like articles about like why they don't like the Epic Game Store or why it's bad for the for players and blah blah blah. But like this happens, and like no one's talking about it, and like this is like so egregious that Sony's like you know. Nope, like we paid for it. You guys don't get to use it for the you know for six months or whatever. You know, it's just like it's so stupid. You know, it's and it's like and it just is like so bad for the player base. You know, it's just it's dumb. Like there's even like there's more. It's not just the gun. It's strikes. There's more content yeah. that like we're gonna we're gonna get like probably when we don't care about Destiny. You know, like <laughs> true. I guess I guess we're used to it because they've been doing this since the launch of the first Destiny. So I guess we're just kind of used to this exclusive stuff happening. So like, did you, was it the Jade Rabbit a PlayStation exclusive when? destiny one yeah. first launched right that, that was a thing you know yeah uh, no i mean we that's why i i picked to play destiny one on playstation was because of the the exclusive strikes uh, okay. the um monte carlo um the what was the hand cannon that they're bringing back to destiny 2 hawk moon oh exclusive. yeah that was an ex- exclusive yeah fuck okay yeah playstation had a ton of exclusives and yeah. sony obviously is putting on the money hat to to keep it going with with this so yeah, just I'm like not, i thought that I'm was like surprised. a, a I just can't imagine being somebody that got it, has been using it, and then now I won't <laughs> be able to use it for six months. You know, like yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And apparently, what the perk is is it's uh, it's so it's a void variant of a linear fusion rifle because obviously we have the solar and the um, what's the other one? Arc. Yeah. Um, so this is the void variant, and I think when you pick up orbs of light, it refills the magazine. And then it also has the perk for linear fusion rifles where if you, like, you know, hitting a target over time increases damage. Yeah. I, so I also like, heard it, the bullets that it shoots are little PlayStation symbols. 
Yeah, I heard that too. And it makes the like the PS2 startup sound. <laughs> yeah, that sounds awesome, actually. <laughs> if that was the case, I'd fucking. That's just just a gun, like like fucking slapped on a bunch of PlayStation logos all over it. Like, it's ridiculous. It would be, um, it would be really great if that was like they were like, yeah, you guys could use the gun, but like you have to change the appearance and just like put slap like a Sony logo on it. Yeah, <laughs> you know, right? like imagine. Uh, or like when you know in like the Gambit auto rifle when you aim down sights, the the crosshairs, the Gambit logo. Yeah. It would be. It's just the Sony logo. Sony logo. Or like, oh, you have to send us a picture that uh, that you own a PlayStation, and then we'll let you use the. We'll gun. let you use the gun. Oh <laughs> my god. Uh, all right. So, so yeah, Sony. Sony's gonna be shitty. Whatever. That's what you're used to it by now. Yeah. So uh, next up, speaking of Sony, so you could finally change your PSN name. Finally, it's finally happening. Cool. You're gonna change your name, Dan? No, I like Batman hates babies. You you gonna change yours from uh, Dong Sucker Forty Nine? It's it's Dong Slinger forty nine. Oh, it right. sorry, I was sorry. <laughs> get get the yeah, mixed up. Yeah, well, I'm gonna change it from, from Dong Slinger to like to from like to to Wood Slinger or something. So it's yeah, not wait, so it's, something more mature. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So yeah. you know, because I think Dong is aggressive. You know? Yeah, <laughs> so. no, I hear. So it's uh, I I know this was like a, I think they kind of said this was gonna be a thing like when they first announced they were mm-hmm. gonna do this, but it's not as easy as just changing it and forgetting like uh. So it's gonna have. Some games are going to be kind of screwed up. Like, you're going to lose some progress. Uh, you're going to, like, lose some, like, possible, like, user content, trophies, in-game currency, other stuff like that. Like, the, like there's no rhyme or reason to which game it's going to do it to. Or it's not all games. It's going to be some games. It might be older games. Like, I don't think, like, you're going to lose your Call of Duty progress or something. Um, but, uh, but it kind of depends on how much you care about little things like that. Um, but right now, you can uh, you can jump on and change your ID. Yeah, finally. Uh, you know, I, and I, they talked about this to uh, a longer extent on Kotaku Split Screen, kind of outlining, like, some of the, like, why it took them so long, which I thought was really cool. Yeah, um, the, the, the whole, yeah, I, I, I know what you're talking about. Like, the, the infrastructure. The way that, yeah, yeah, the infrastructure just wasn't there to do it. Like, it was yeah, like... It was, they had to go through every game individually and like right, change yeah. like some coding and like do some stuff to it. That's why it took so long. Yeah, because they had so. every they had your name was attached directly to the game rather than like a variable that could be changed or something like how the PSN was originally created. So that's why it was so yeah. tough, which was kind of kind of kind of cool. But it's gonna mm-hmm. cost nine ninety nine uh, to change it unless you're a PlayStation Plus, and then you get uh, a discount and it's four ninety nine. So, so sure, why cool. not? Yeah, yeah the people that want to do this are excited. I mean, personally, I don't think any of us really care. So, nah, nah, not at all. all right. so. so that's cool. Not, it's nice uh, to have options, though. Yeah. So the last thing, this is probably the biggest news this week. So uh, at the Star Wars celebration, uh, they showed off uh, Respawn's new Star Wars game called Jedi Fallen Order, which is a single player game, and you play as a Jedi man. It looks pretty cool. Yeah, I mean, for just like a, I, would you even consider this a story trailer or just kind of like a, uh, I, I, like I wouldn't call it a teaser, I guess, but I yeah, I guess a story. It does. I mean, it, it's it's very. If anything, I, I somebody was posted about it on Twitter that I kind of agree with. It was very, like I mean, he was a little harsher than than I guess I'm gonna be, but it was a little generic. Like it didn't really do much where i'm like oh fuck man this this is mm-hmm. why you know like it was cool and like i'm all for a story uh, a story focused star wars game but like nothing in the trailer was like oh fuck this is gonna be sick you know what i mean at least that's how i felt i don't know if you felt differently uh i think what they showed you know was like appropriate in terms of like just to kind of 
to you know turn up some excitement for it to just to get people to know that like it's it's definitely a thing that exists you know yeah. <laughs> like yeah instead, no. of just, like, instead of just a, a um a title screen you know and the poster you oh, know like it was, sure. it was yeah it was nice to see like what the general concept is yeah so, so which, no, no i i definitely agree with that like it just didn't it, it didn't like do anything where like, i'm like oh man this is this is it this is the fucking game i'm waiting for but you know, I mean, it's, it did its job. Like, it's cool. I'm excited. Like, it looks like a very nice, polished, uh, story-focused Star Wars game, which is something we've been waiting for for a while now. Yeah, I'm really excited. So, uh, it's coming out in November, too, which is cool. I, you know, it's not mm-hmm. like, it's like, oh, you know, in development now, we don't know when it'll be out. So, it comes out November 15th on all platforms. Well, besides Switch. But uh, mm-hmm. PS4, Xbox, and PC. Um, but, yeah. So, you play as a Padawan. His name is Cal Kestis. Who is also the actor uh, who, if you watch Shameless, uh, or I think he's on American Horror Story He's also on too? Gotham. Gotham, yeah, he was the Joker. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to try to find the actor's name really quick unless it lists it. It's here. It's uh, Cameron Monaghan. Yes. Okay. So, if you, so yeah, so it's his actual likeness. So it's not just his voice actor. It's actually him. Yes, which is cool. I always think that that's, you know, a, a neat feature in video games, you know? Yeah, for sure. I, I, I always I always like that too. Um so this is pitched as a action melee game. Um this is from the game's creative director, Stig Stigamusin. Mm-hmm. Uh you play as a Jedi on the run in training with a lightsaber and force powers. We make sure that the combat is something that is easy to pick up, but also if you put a lot of time in, you can master it. We call the combat of the game thoughtful combat. You have to size up your enemies and exploit their weaknesses. So I guess kinda like a not really just a hack and slash, I guess kinda like you know, maybe more of like a, like a, I don't know, like a, I don't want to say Dark Souls, but something that you kind of have to think about more than just like slamming your, uh, your fucking lightsaber around. So, mm-hmm. oh, I think it sounds cool. Yeah, definitely. I'm excited for it. I mean, there's, yeah. for me personally, like, and like you said it before, you know, just to, to go on your thought, like, you know, it's kind of like the single player, like narrative Star Wars game we've been looking for, you know? Exactly. Yeah. So, and it comes out this, 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 uh, this fall, there really isn't too many things right now in the fall. Like not not as loaded as last uh, year was. So I'm I'm excited for another big game. Like right now, I think they're the only game I can think of that's coming out late November or early November. I should say that's going to be this big. So I'm excited. And, and Respawn yeah. you know, is, is a great developer. So I'm I, I would probably play any game they put out. You know, and especially because it's Star Wars, it's probably going to be good. And if they could take some like cool concepts they had in. Uh, Titanfall or something and add them to Star Wars because those games probably could intermingle in a certain way. I'm fucking all for it. I mean, yeah, definitely. I, I think for this, you know, like the trailer is enough to like to, you know, give me some excitement. Uh, like I said, like proof of concept type of stuff. And then, uh, you know, hopefully there are more details to follow. We'll get some further information as to like what the gameplay actually looks like. Um, yeah. You know, if there's RPG elements and things like that and, like, what to expect with the narrative and, you know, more along the lines of, like, so, so you could really, really get excited for, like, what and, like, see what you're going to get your hands on, you know, like. Sure. So, but for now, I, you know, definitely it was it was a cool thing for them to release at the Star Wars event out in Chicago yeah, going cool. on this weekend. Yeah. Yeah. So we also got the trailer, which looks really nice for the, the next movie. That's true. Yeah, it does look cool. Yep. All right. So uh, that's it for news, actually. Slow week. Yeah, I mean that. I think that uh, unless you got anything else you want to add, that kind of wraps it up. So no, no, it's it's almost Game of Thrones time. <laughs> yes, we're getting there. It's going to be yeah. very close, very soon. Yeah. So now that's that's no. that's all I got. 
All right. Uh, thank you guys so much for listening to another episode of the OK Gamers podcast. I'm Brian here with Dan. Uh, if you guys go to okgamers.com, it'll link you an invite to our Discord. Um, feel free to jump in there, talk to us about pretty much anything you want, movies, games, music, etc. Off top of life, holes. All, all that stuff. Uh, you can talk to us about how you hate the trailer for the upcoming Star Wars game or how much you like it, whatever you want. Um, so, yeah, I think that kind of wraps it up. You can follow me on Twitter at Zinzer Brian. You can follow Dan uh, Twitter at Dan Nones, uh with three Zs. I'm not going to say it the entire time. <laughs> three Zs. Um, yeah, that's it. Uh, thank you guys so much. Uh, enjoy the remainder of your lives. Enjoy the remainder of your lives. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Thank you.